Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. special guest today. We're so excited. We love having guests in the studio. So we have today Stephanie Roman, body acceptance coach here, friend. And we're so happy to have you at S Roman Coaching. So please go check her out. And thanks so much for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you guys. This is awesome. (laughs) And I think like before I met you, I didn't really know about like body acceptance coaches and, and that that is a thing. Can you kind of like explain what it is, what you do. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of people in this space and they kind of all take a piece of it. And, you know, for me personally, like why I've, you know, chosen the name Body Acceptance Coach is because that's my primary focus is, you know, obviously there's almost always a food piece where people are struggling with making peace with food as well. Um, but my specialty, even though I do talk about food with clients, is is working on the body acceptance and not, you know, focusing on uh, body love or even body like, but just kind of helping people reach that neutral place mm-hmm. where even in the absence of you know, endorsement of like, oh, my God, I love myself. You can still feel confident um, in that acceptance and kind of neutral space. Yeah. How long have you been doing it? Um, It's coming up on two years. And how do you like, is there like a training that you do or like what's your background? Yeah. So I got certified as a health coach. So um, that gave me a lot of like my coaching training, although I will say like the health portion of it, I don't use a lot. They were like, here's how you calculate your macros. Exactly. Like, not helpful. Exactly. So the program that I did wasn't as diet culture as some are. I chose it specifically because it wasn't so bad, but Mm -hmm. there are there was some of that stuff. Um, They did focus a lot on like the mental and body connection, which was really important to me and why I chose that program in terms of like, you know, food isn't just food. It's also how we feel about food that affects our you know, uh, nutritional absorption and, you know, our physical health and all of those things. So, um, but yeah, I would say that the work that I do, anything related to nutrition, I put that in air quotes, is like far, far down the line working Mm -hmm. with clients because we're just trying to get them to a place of like peace and you know, acceptance at this stage early on. Yeah. Do you find that a lot of people find you through social media and your Instagram or are there other places that most of your clients are finding you? Yeah, I've gotten a good handful of clients through Instagram, which I've I'm always shocked by because I don't have a large following, but it's I I've just always been glad that I have a lot of engagement with the people that I do have. Mm-hmm. And so it's been, you know, surprisingly um, really a good source of clients for me. And then also just word of mouth and, you know, people that know what I do and are like meet someone or they have a friend or they have a sister or they have a mom that's really struggling with body shame. And they're like, oh, you should go talk to Stephanie. Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah. you can do phone calls and Skype, and but you can really have clients from anywhere. Yeah, I work with people all over the country, and um, you know, technically, I can work with people all over the world, even though that hasn't happened yet. But um, <laughs> yeah, I do everything over Zoom. So if someone okay. happens to be in New York and they want to meet in person, we can. But it's absolutely not necessary. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. Convenient. Definitely yeah. for like New Yorkers. Even if they're like live next to you, they'll probably be like, well, just, you know, FaceTime exactly. me Exactly. Just do it in Zoom. your pajamas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say are like three like solid tips that you would give someone that's just like, oh, my God, I hate myself so much. Or like maybe we could even do it in, in terms of just like I hate myself today. Like what's three things that I can do? What are three things I can do just to like get back to kind of neutrality yeah so um take a pause because sometimes those things those thoughts negative thoughts come up and we either do one of two things we dwell on them or we push them away and we say like i'm not gonna think about it that's me <laughs> that's what i do and then you get drunk on your birthday yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly and sometimes we don't have time to think about it so not that's also what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're like rushing to get ready in the morning and you catch yourself in the mirror and you have a negative thought, you don't always have time to be like, okay, let me sit and think about this. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so that doesn't always, you know, but try to find time, sometime in the day to be like, oh, I had that thought this morning. Like, okay, where did it come from? Like, mm -hmm. that's what I usually try to think about is like recommend to people is where did it come from? Like, what messaging have I received that made me feel like that part of my body is bad or wrong? Mm -hmm. Whether it's media, whether it's parents, whether it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whoever, like, where did that come from? And is that really how I feel internally? Is right. that my belief? Is that my voice? Is that my truth? Mm -hmm. And connect back to the fact that, no, it really isn't. That's not how I feel about myself. That's me looking at myself from the point of view of someone else. Mm -hmm. So that's usually a good place to go. And then just kind of giving yourself some self-compassion and being like, oh, there goes that thing again. You know, oh, having that negative thought, totally understandable that I would because that's the world we live in. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, it's okay. I'm working on it. I can let that go, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah, I found that um, I could be stressed in life and then, um, yeah, take it out on, like, um, hate on my body or, or you know, like, I, it just puts you in that everything it can be connected even though you weren't thinking about that. And it's just, like, when you grow up with those negative thoughts about yourself, it's kind of a way you can, like, jump back into that negativity. Like, oh, I'm stressed, so let me go back to this place that, like, yeah. is a negative thing that I've always, you know, felt. So It's familiar. Yeah. It's familiar. And, mm -hmm. you know, the brain loves patterns, and it loves, like, deeply entrenched tracks. So, you know, something that's familiar when we're stressed, we're going to go back to that. When we're feeling out of control, maybe something is happening in our life that we don't have control of and we're unhappy about it. Well, that's, oh, I can control my body. You know, mm -hmm. that might be a place that we go. Mm -hmm. what would you say to someone that just feels like they just like cannot like let it go like because that's something that mm -hmm. I hear from people a lot like and it sounds like a nice idea just to be like okay let me just take a minute and let it go but it's like to the point of obsession for many of us like yeah. what would you say to someone that's in that boat they really need to seek out some assistance yeah. you know I really think that that's that's the whether it's with a coach or with a therapist or someone who's really trained um in a like anti-diet body accepting um, body positive space like that's important not just anyone but someone who's really like can help them build those tools because I think 
you know, a lot of the people that I work with, you know, they follow guys like you and they are so uh, they are so attracted to this concept of body positivity or body acceptance and like just rocking the clothes that you feel good in and live in your life. Mm -hmm. But they don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. It's like, where do I begin? And it's like getting in the weeds and kind of like figuring out the tools and how to make those mindset shifts. You really need help with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And what about like, because now we're kind of getting into like, it's going to be Thanksgiving and family time mm-hmm. and holidays, which is a high point of stress for me. And definitely um, people, family members are going to say something to you about, about your body Absolutely. or you're in high eating situations. Like what any um, things, ways to cope or how to tell a family member they're not speaking to you properly. Yeah. <laughs> so preparation, 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 um, like mentally prepare for what you're going to encounter of course and then you know preemptively talk to your family like if you if if your mom is generally the source of the body shaming comments like send mom a text or give mom a call and be like look this is something that's important to me and I'm working on it. I know it's new for you mm-hmm. and I know you love me so I want to tell you ahead of time these are the kinds of comments and co- topics that I'm not going to talk about when I come see you mm-hmm. so I'm not going to talk about my body I'm not going to talk about food I'm not going to talk about what I'm eating on Thanksgiving like these are, and if you forget, I'm going to remind you very kindly, but I wanted you to know ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, plan. so they don't feel like, you know, especially if this is a new venture that you're on, you, you know, they're going to be like, what the heck is this? You mm-hmm. know, you kind of want to prepare them mm-hmm. ahead of time. Like, this is important to me for my mental health, and I really need your help. And just try to get them on your team where it's not like, Oh, mom, you make me feel so bad about myself and I just can't talk to you about this. Yeah. Like sometimes we get to that place because we haven't had these conversations ahead of time. And so it's like, mom, I really need your help. I know I need I know you love me and so as someone that loves me, I need you on my team and help me with this. And these are the boundaries that I have around it. Do you yeah. have any like retorts for like when you're already at the table and it's a distant cousin and someone's saying yeah. something like yeah. it, I I re- have read some online but like to be honest I feel like most of the things I've read are just like things I would never say in public ever. <laughs> so it's like do you have any like practical advice for that? Yeah, I mean, my everyone's point of view is different and depending on like where you're at in the process is going to be how to kind of how you react. I try to really stick with kindness if I can, even in the face of someone saying something really offensive. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, you know, just telling them, like, that's really offensive to me. That really hurts my feelings. Mm -hmm. I don't like when you say those things. Please don't talk to me about this. Mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, you don't have to scream and jump up and down. And sometimes you have more of an effect when you're actually really calm and really deliberate. That's for sure, yeah. (laughs) And just being like, this is not okay with me. Like, And for us to maintain our relationship, I need you to not talk to me like that, you know? And it's hard. Like it's that's I mean it's very easy for me to say that, but it's it's hard in those relationships where you haven't done that before. I would struggle to say that at like a in a group setting. Yeah. Even with people that I'm closest with. And like, maybe you pull them aside after. Yeah. You know, you know, or maybe you just separate yourself. Like if it's kind of like in the group setting and you don't feel like you have the strength to like say this huge thing, just get up and be like, I need a break. Yeah. And then later take them one by one and be like this was not okay, this conversation. Yeah, you know? I think that might work a little bit more for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would I would struggle saying something even just small in front of a group of people. Yeah, and sometimes it's not effective in a, in a group. Like, or it's you a, look, you know, you're looked at as, like, being, like, the dra- dramatic one or something. Exactly. And it's just, like, you can't win, you know? You got to read the room and kind of figure yeah. out. Even with friends, even with, you know... You know, people that I'm close to, they know what I do. They know how I feel about this stuff. They still say diet culture stuff to me. And I'm not Mm going to jump at them every single time because 
you have to kind of read the room and like figure out everyone's at their own place in the process too yeah. and 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 realize like when it's appropriate and when it's going to be helpful to mm-hmm. say something and when it's better to just be like okay forget it you right. know for sure yeah i've had family members where i can see that they're struggling and they're talking about themselves in like a yeah. hateful way and and just shaming themselves and i always like don't know what to do cuz like i think about it i want to help them or if i do say something you know, you never know if they're really, like you said, the right time. And I, I, I've found that they don't, they're not ready to like yeah. hear what I have to say. It's usually like, like another woman. It's usually someone that's been struggling with it their whole life. Yeah. yeah. It's usually not like a dude that's like, I'm going to eat mashed potatoes. I don't care. <laughs> like it's not, yeah. it's, I yeah. mean, not to generalize, but I would feel comfortable making that as a generalization. No, you're right. It is. And sometimes, and there, you know, when we know they're not ready or let's say, for example, they've never even spoken or heard about this, like. You can't just like shove a bunch of information in their face. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like find a really good Instagram post and send it to them later and be like, I think you would find this helpful. Right. Or I read this <laughs> book and it really helped me. Like, come from your perspective of like, you know, this book was really helpful to me or this account that I follow really helped me with my relationship with food and my body or whatever and just kind of start planting the seeds, mm-hmm. you know? Are there any books that you really like that are like uplifting yes. and help and so, things like that? Yes. So, Intuitive Eating, the most recent edition, which I believe is the third edition, is super, super helpful and changed my life. Mm-hmm. And um, Body Kindness is another one. Uh, Health at Every Size is is another great one. Nice. So, yeah, those are my top three. What do you say to like the critics of? Uh, and I, I do like Intuitive Eating, by the way. I'm not <laughs> trying to be a critic, but no. there are a lot of critics that. Yeah. Um, say that like intuitively humans obviously we biologically want to eat as much as we possibly Mm -hmm. can and hold on to as much weight as we possibly can for you know biological survival reasons so there are many people that suggest that like you're in your intuitive eating like you probably want to eat as much as you possibly can and you know like what do you kind of what's like a retort to that our desire to eat as much as we can and overeat is like 99.9 percent coming from restriction mm-hmm. so when we've been dieting counting calories denying ourselves our favorite foods for years on end mm-hmm. and we kind of break the seal as it were and mm-hmm. say okay now you don't have to do that anymore yeah you're gonna overeat yeah like anyone who starts intuitive eating is gonna overeat and the book tells you that it's yeah. like this is there's you know the, what they call the honeymoon period where you're like oh my god i can have a donut like i can eat this i yeah. can eat you know what i mean and it's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. It, in fact, it's it's not going to last. You know, everyone is different. You can't put a time limit on it. But, and you know, if I say you can eat donuts all day long, you know, maybe you'll do that today and tomorrow you'll feel so sick like you'll never want to eat a donut again. Like there's going to be those times you're like, oh, I can eat this. And then you realize, you know how many foods that once I started letting myself eat them, I was like, I don't really like this. Mm-hmm. Like, this has been this forbidden thing that I, if I did let myself have it, I would just gorge myself on. And then once it became, like, just food, I was like, I don't really like the taste, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, there's going to be those that, that initial period of, oh, my goodness, I can kind of, I can really eat. Any food is available to me. But that's not going to last. That's not sustainable. And, and, and you will start to tune into your body and what it's really asking for. Do you believe in, like, food addiction I'm not maybe it's just my head but like I feel like if I'm like oh I can eat dessert after every meal if I want then I always want dessert after every meal and I just know for me personally that's gonna give me heartburn and make me feel like shit Mm -hmm. but like if I allow myself to do it and it's a habit then like 
I want it all the time. Like, and I do feel like certain things like sugar are a little bit trickier and like, you know, can be a little bit addictive. Do you think that that's like mostly conditioning or do you feel like you can actually have like chemical addictions to to food? Um, I am not an expert in this, Mm -hmm. but I will say that the people that I look to as experts in this will say that food addiction is not real. Okay. Really? And... What about all the people that are like sugars, like cocaine, and like a rat would rather have like sugar than cocaine, like you know, I'm like <laughs> yeah. So that it's I do like, what about sugar and cocaine? So like, that I do party. know. <laughs> I do know a little bit about that. So, you know, obviously we have these like dopamine receptors in our brain that fire off. So when when we have sugar, anything pleasurable, right? You are going to see those parts of the brain light up, and those are the studies that people will say, oh look, sugar is just like you know cocaine. But guess what? Those parts of the brain also light up when you pet a puppy mm-hmm. or when someone gives you a compliment. Or Which when explains you... my puppy addiction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or anything that is pleasurable and makes you feel good, those parts of the brain are going to light up. You know, Does that mean that you are truly addicted to those things or do you just find joy in them? So and again, intention is everything. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I could lay out the same amount of food in front of someone, the same items, and say, okay, you can't eat this, but on Saturday you can. Mm-hmm. You have to go the whole week, but Saturday is your cheat day, and you get to eat this. Or I can say, you know what, you get to eat this whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like eating it? Does it sound good to you? Yeah. Are you hungry for that right now? When you eat it, how does it make you feel? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it gives me heartburn. Oh, so do you want to keep eating it? Oh, maybe I will, like, if I really want it in a couple weeks, but... Mm-hmm. all the time and you're able to actually start making choices about these quote-unquote addictive foods because they're no longer like bad mm-hmm. right. you know yeah and you're able to listen to your body I mean there are things like that I loved to eat but I was like you know it really does make me sick yeah. and like I don't want to eat that anymore you know for sure yeah I mean I think I don't I think I can speak for you too that we've definitely like restricted ourselves at many times of our lives and I definitely am like a binge eater for sure so I feel like there's this this fear that like you know you're gonna let yourself do whatever you want for a while but then at some point like you're gonna have to rein it in and I guess like how do you kind of coach someone through the balance of that because of course like we don't want to just be eating donuts all day every day like and I could very easily eat donuts (laughs) and pizza all day every day yeah yeah like I've had therapists be like you you're putting yourself in and out of jail Mm. so it's like when you're out of jail you know you know, like, you're about to go back, so, like, you better get it all in, and then, like, Oh, my God, to... like, the night before you start a new diet, like, yeah. is there anything crazier? The last like, supper mentality. Like, yeah, yeah, like, I've, like, Fast ordered, I've ordered yeah. seamless from, like, multiple different <laughs> restaurants, being yeah. like, I want pizza and Chinese and cake and ice cream and everything, like, it's nuts. Yeah, and, well, one thing that this particular um, therapist said that I should try which back then I I wasn't receptive to what she was telling me was to like okay let's say ice cream is your thing stock your entire freezer with a million like things of ice cream so that like it's always there like it's never that you can't have it like it's always going to be there so you know like you said the restriction you won't feel it because you can have it whenever you want. That that's is so and that's, funny. And that's something I tell people to do, too. Like, really? Because like, I, I, would, I would feel like then I would just literally just be like, oh, it's 10 a.m. ice cream, 11 a.m. ice cream. Like, that's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, he won't mind me sharing this story. My dad's obsessed with Fig Newtons. And so he's always <laughs> like, he, you know, and he'll come to me and he'll be like, I just, I just want to eat Fig Newtons all the time. What do I do? And I'm like, go buy yourself 20 packages of Fig Newtons. Yeah. Like, 
have them in your apartment all the time. Like, that's what you need to do. And even for me, like, I'm like that with sweets. Like, sweets was a thing, like, because my mom, my mom, not because of weight, but my mom just never let us have sweets when we were a kid. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm 40 years old, and I swear to God, I'm still, like, worried that I won't have access to sweets. So... I I always have sweets in my apartment because yeah. and I'll go days without eating them, but I like to see them, <laughs> know that they're there, yeah, and that I have access to it. That's so interesting. I've yeah. never really that's like the opposite of what so many different like it health is. coaches say. It's and like, very opposite. I don't know. I always feel like if it's there, maybe I just haven't had enough in the house, but I feel like if it's not there then I won't necessarily care. But if it is, then it's like, oh, well, oh, I have ice cream. So definitely going to have ice cream after dinner. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And again, it's that intention. So like you could stock your fridge full of ice cream. But if you still view it as like a forbidden or bad food mm-hmm. yeah, or something yeah. you're only For allowed sure. to have once in a while, it's still going to be hard to have that shift. You yeah, know? that makes sense. Mm-hmm. How would you coach someone through like being in a medical situation where they medically like must lose weight in order to be like okay whatever you know like it's just medically necessary because that's just like so difficult yeah so well first of all I just want to say like I'm not medically trained so like for example people that are have severe eating disorders or people that aren't eating regularly like people that aren't eating regularly just to put this caveat out there and are dealing with like an anorexia situation cannot intuitively eat Mm -hmm. because their intuition will tell them not to eat Mm -hmm. no matter what their body is saying. So that's a whole separate like specialty that I, you know, is is not Mm -hmm. for me. But for people that are medically asked to lose weight, um, I always tell people, if your doctor is asking you to lose weight, you need to ask him or her what is the health outcome that you're looking for me to achieve, mm-hmm. right? Is my cholesterol too high? Um, are you worried about my heart health? You know, is what is it mm-hmm. that you're trying to get me to achieve and what can I do for that? Because losing weight is not a health outcome, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. We could lose weight or gain weight and it, it, it it's not a health outcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was in a smaller body, my blood work was – insanely horrible and I'm in a larger body now and it's fine so do I think that gaining weight made me healthy not necessarily but it didn't it it wasn't a factor Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say so you know the doctor's like when you lose weight well why Mm -hmm. what do you want me to do Uh, well I really like you to have like your fiber intake needs to be increased great Mm -hmm. I can do that Okay. Um, I'd like to see you, you know, have more vegetables in your diet. Fantastic. I'll do that. So there's ways to, or I want to see you more active. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're not, you're really sedentary and, and activity is important for health. So why don't you start out with walking around the block every night with your dogs? Great. I'll do that. Yeah. These things can all be worked on and, 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 you know, health can be pursued in those avenues without the focus being on weight because, mm-hmm. Here's what happens. If you your doctor just tells you to lose weight and you decide, okay, I'm going to start walking my dogs like an extra three blocks. Mm-hmm. And then you go home and you weigh yourself and you haven't lost anything. And then at the end of the week, you haven't lost anything. And then two weeks. You, and guess what? You're going to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. You're like, screw this. I'm, um, it's not yeah. working. Mm-hmm. Right? Whereas if you just want to improve your stamina and you want to improve your heart health and your circulation and you want to sleep better and you want to do all those things and you're going to – so you're going to be more active – you will start seeing those benefits immediately and it will motivate you to keep going. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, something that we were going to talk about was, um, this is just, you know, side note that, you know, I don't know if you heard that Victoria's Secret, they brought in finally like yeah. uh, <laughs> plus size model. Um, 
But she was also some a friend sent to me like that this particular model was like clapping back in a lot of comments and speaking about obesity. I'm trying to find it. I remember it. what she said. Her name's um, Allie Tate Cutler. We'll uh-huh. just say that. And she right. was posting on Facebook that she doesn't care about the health of fat people because she feels like the amount of methane and carbon footprint that goes into being obese is much more than that of someone in a smaller body. And therefore, it's environmentally irresponsible to be considerably overweight was her point. Yeah, I remember that. I did read that as well. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that? What do you think about Victoria's Secret jumping on board? Do you think it's too little too late? A lot of people are saying or... I think it's a little. Too, I think it's too little, too late. I mean, it's just such an obvious like move, right? Yeah, like, just oh, like isn't that a little on our the nose? Stores are closing. Better yeah, get this girl exactly. And I've only seen one picture of her, so I don't want to misspeak. But I don't even really think she's like super plus. Like mm-hmm. she's, she's not. not she's super not plus. visibly plus. I don't feel like. Um, so she's a safe. Well, plus. they didn't change their sizing, so that's the problem. There you go. Too. It's like she has to fit in. She XL. has to fit in XL. Exactly. She's one person. It's not like a campaign. It's not a. They haven't changed the sizing, like you mentioned. Right. Like they're not releasing plus sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, whether their choice of her, if they knew about her previous comments or not, you know, I don't know. But exact, she's not exactly a plus size advocate. Um, but on her like social media, she actually has been very like vocal about body positivity and stuff too. So it's kind of so weird. maybe she's changed. I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I don't know when the, I don't know enough to like really speak to her in terms of like when that comment was made, how long ago was it? Has she had a journey since then? You know, I do feel like, you know, for me personally. I said a lot of negative things about fat people in the past. Like that was my struggle with mm-hmm. trying to come to terms with dieting and what I was trying to do to That's be smaller. A good point. Maybe someone you know? dr- drummed that up from like five years ago to yeah, make her look so, bad. Uh, people do th- do things right. like that. So, so that's I don't possible. know. You know, I don't know enough about her to be able to speak to where she's at right now. Victoria's Secret, on the other hand, yeah. Do I feel like it's not enough? Absolutely not. It's not enough. Um, yeah, I'm kind of just, I don't really care that they're doing it. Like, I was just like, yeah, okay, I'm like over it. I don't shop there anymore. It doesn't like, change They haven't had anything whatever. that would have fit me for a long time. Yeah. And I used to be smaller than I am now. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just really not for me. I've never really considered them as even just like an option. They're not on my radar. No. I mean, none of their, none of their marketing is for us. No. It's, <laughs> so it's, <laughs> there's nothing for us there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I have a, yeah, you have a question. No, I have know. a few questions from my social media. So let's go live. Let's do it. Okay. If my face would just be recognized by this phone, <laughs> then I could pull up the questions. Did you want to ask something for one second while I do this? Sure. So something that I um, struggle with, I'm wondering your thoughts on, mm-hmm. is that like I do love like facials and Botox and all the like mm-hmm. new technology that can reduce, you know, the little fat that I have under my chin and things like that. And so I don't mind posting about that, but I'm, I feel that I'm, you know, straddling a a line, but I also like am trying to show that like, I don't hate myself at all. I'm just kind of like having a good time and like fun with it. So Mm -hmm. I'm wondering like, just what you think about things like that and, and people that choose to do, you know, plastic surgery or whatever it is. Yeah. I think it's a very personal choice, you know, and again, the intention is everything. So, you know, someone who's going to do some some sort of, you know, change to their physical appearance because they hate themselves versus like it doesn't necessarily have that kind of weight for them and they're just doing it because they like it or they think it's pretty or whatever. That's different. Mm-hmm. And and it's 
it's everybody's personal intention. You know, it's it's hard when you're trying to serve the masses um, like you do with your following. That's such a large following that you have because yeah. there are people that might be triggered by it. And there are right. other people who are going to mm-hmm. completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah. So, you know, it. it I don't know what the answer is for you in those yeah. in those circumstances. Um, I will say that it's a very personal thing. I mean, there are people who, for you know, there are women who decide they don't want to shave their armpits, they don't want to pluck their eyebrows, they don't want to put on makeup. Like they right. want to be how they came out of the womb, and for them, that is their version of accepting themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then there are people who want to put on makeup and want to shave their legs. And, like, that makes them feel good about themselves or, you know, coloring their hair or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like anyone should be shamed for whatever path they take that makes them feel good about themselves. And that might change over time. Again, with, you know, for example, in the past for me. You know, severe dieting was what made me, quote unquote, feel like what I wanted to be at that moment. Mm -hmm. It's not now. Yeah. I still wear makeup and I still dye my hair and I still shave my legs. Like those are still things that are important to me. Right. Um, I don't know if that really answers your question, but it's just a personal, personal thing. And everyone's on their own stage of the journey, you know? Yeah. And with social media, it's kind of like at least I've run into like, okay, there are things that I want to do that do make me happy and I am worried about the message that goes across mm-hmm. but then who who is more important at the end of the day is it like I really want to do this and I'm happy to share it with the people that are into it so I should go for it because it's like something I like to do or should I censor myself and not do it because of the message but I, I think um only, I don't know I don't yeah know only, really either. only you yeah. know and you know based on I guess whatever reactions and comments and things you might get you know, you could always trigger warning things if you wanted to, if you True, felt yeah. like that was appropriate. Um, you know, maybe throw something up in your highlights that explains, like, what this stuff means to you. Like, just so yeah. people, you know, I don't know. I try to explain, like, at least that, like, oh, I, like, I find it so fascinating, like, how technology has changed. And mm-hmm. you can, like, see what happens and just, like, I have fun with it. But, yeah, that was just a question. Yeah, totally. It's a hard one. I about. struggle with that, too. It is with, a like, hard one. With, like, makeup and stuff. And then I just feel like a hypocrite, like, you know, or even like my working out. giant pimple yeah. out of my out of my photos. <laughs> yeah, like, I always just try to say everyone's at a different level. Like, maybe one day I'm totally cool with, like, all my cellulite being, like, the focus of the photo. And then maybe the next day I'm, I'm not feeling good about it. And I, it's just, like, yeah. I'm trying my best, you know, every day, I feel like. And everybody serves their own purpose, I feel, in this space, too. You know, you know, you guys are models and like that. There's a certain uh, I don't know, it's not pressure, but there's a certain like aesthetic, aesthetic that comes yeah. with that. For sure. We have to be like palatably like the right. thing that we're supposed to be. Exactly. Versus and I still want to make money. So like, how <laughs> am I supposed to balance? <laughs> exactly. You can't show up to a casting and just, you know not necessarily be like societally put together and expect that you're going to get a job. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've said that to anyone about, and I had someone at a speaking thing that I did not long ago that was like, I hate that I have to dress up to go to job interviews. And I'm like, sorry. (laughs) I mean, you know what I mean? Like you might, that not might not be your authentic you, but you might have to put that on for an hour today because that's what's required. Right. You know, that's what's frustrating about society. And like what we're talking about too is like, you know, things that you 
want to do that make you happier at what I want to do that makes me happy like it's like but I know that the reason it's going to make me happy is because then I'm going to be more praised for then how I look which is Mm. like it's problematic you know but I still want to do it like I want to be like I want to feel hot and I want to feel desirable and I want to you know like I even struggle with like the female gaze versus the male gaze like I want to be sexy there's nothing wrong with that but uh but yeah I mean it's hard to balance when you're trying to ultimately help other women feel better because then it's hard not to feel like a hypocrite. Yeah, and and it, the tricky part is is making sure that the core confidence is coming from within, yeah. and it's it's not a self objectification where it's like, oh, uh, I'm getting that from other people, you know. So I posted on my stories not long ago about you know girls that are just starting out trying to feel more positive about themselves to refrain from posting bikini pictures and bra and underwear pictures on Instagram because they're going to get a lot of attention for those. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it will feel like, okay, that's feeding their body acceptance, but it's still coming from an external place. If that's that's something you want to do, I don't have a problem with that, but wait. Mm -hmm. Wait until you're further along Mm -hmm. in the journey where you still, where that's coming more from a core place yeah or well, even say it doesn't f- get any likes then you've really how do you really yeah. feel like, yeah. yeah right but even the flip side of that like if you're like oh look at my stomach rolls like i love them so much they're so gorgeous da, da, da. but then like you're also reinforcing that like you have something good about your yeah. body and therefore that's why you should feel and that's good. why you're valuable yeah exactly so right. I, I like the idea of making it more neutral and that you don't actually where derive. the focus is off your body yeah. entirely yeah. yeah that's much more helpful <laughs> i think i think i've always said this that like all the like sunshine and rainbows just like has never been my thing like yeah it doesn't work for me so I have a bunch of questions I of course I didn't realize that the story had been up for 24 hours already so I screenshotted them I'm gonna go live for a couple of them but I won't be able to remember all of them so okay. let's go okay. through a few questions sounds good how do you stay positive when you feel like your body is being criticized regularly again what I what I mentioned yeah. earlier is like holding that stuff up to the light like mm-hmm. okay this is what was said let's hold it up to the light like is this accurate is this how I feel about myself does is this my you know is my body the greatest thing that I have to offer to the world mm-hmm. <laughs> and really think That's a great and quote. really thinking about that yeah you know um, how do you teach and reinforce body positivity positivity when like there's so much pressure? on like getting like I mean we just talked about this but mm-hmm. like so much pressure for likes like I guess we basically just answered that question but yeah I mean this is counterculture so yeah. y- you have to kind of accept that as part of the if you're this is what something you want to try to do for yourself is that you are going against the culture this is a uh, rebellious act and you have to you know be willing to realize that and and also see that your people are out there your people will find you and they will still like your stuff yeah. I think that's a great way to put it. Like, it's a rebellious act against society and culture to, like, love yourself for who you are. It is. Oh, that's I like, like thinking about it like that. Like, it's like a battle against, it. like, the like yeah. ad, the men in, like, the advertising <laughs> yeah. campaigns. I'm like, fuck you, dudes. <laughs> like, this is for you. Like, yeah. I hate you. Okay, I'm going to go live now. I'm <laughs> Do like, you ever get you. people in the DM that are asking you, you know, a ton of questions over and over again, and, and you may have to be like, if you want to book a coaching session, I know that's like a, maybe an awkward um, a moment or, or, or are it you has, pretty receptive to? Yeah, it hasn't a happened questions. a lot because I do try to give as much free content as I can. So, 
you know, for the people that really need me, what I can do for them on a DM is not going to be enough. Right. Regardless of how many questions they ask. Yeah. So I, I try as much as possible to answer anyone's questions and really, you know, engage with them as long as they want. And yeah, I do tell them like, you would really be helpful. You know, if I feel like my program would be helpful for them. Absolutely. I invite them to jump on a call with me. Yeah. Do you yeah. do like a, f- like a first time free? I do. So, um, there's a link in my Instagram that says like free coaching session, I think is what it says. And, um, yeah, it's 30 minutes. I send you questions ahead of time. So I'm prepared for what we're going to talk about. And we find out like, it's more of a deep dive into like, what's you're struggling with and, um, how I can help. That's great. So I want to jump on while we're live on Instagram (laughs) and I want to get your um, handle at the end. But let's answer the two questions or the few questions. We answered the other ones on the episode. So make sure you listen to them. Um, Here's one of the other questions that one of my followers wanted to know. How what are your recommendations on learning to love your body when you're in chronic pain and you really just it's very hard not to hate it? Yeah, that's that's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of self-compassion, um, you know, and and finding the things that you still can do and that your body is still doing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether that is if it's if, if the only thing you're getting from your body right now is that you can lay still outside and feel the sun on your face, sending lots and lots of appreciation towards that and reminding yourself of that every day Mm -hmm. and really trying to find at least one thing a day that your body is doing for you whether it's like I can hug my son or daughter or I can you know walk around the block or whatever it is that you can do find that like focus in on it and send lots of love and appreciation to it Cool. Yeah. And one more question for the followers. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, one of my followers asked what, uh, like, how to change your mindset when you're dating someone that has, like, a quote-unquote better body than you do. Like, how to navigate Ooh. that. Uh, that's really hard, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I like that one. <laughs> I think Juicy. the first, the, the important thing, I think, is, unfortunately, what does that person think about their body? Yeah. And what does that person think about your body? Um, because if you're going to enter a relationship with someone that has a quote unquote, you know, more fit or toned or socially acceptable body and they believe that as well and Mm -hmm. hold that over you, that's a non-starter. Yeah. Um, right away. Um, but assuming that that's not the case, which I think it it often isn't necessarily like assuming that that's especially with women. Like I feel like we're going to be so much more critical sometimes, you know, like a lot of guys love our bodies, you know, a lot of guys love to curve. So, (laughs) but I feel like if I see someone or like go on a date with like a trainer or someone, I immediately I'm like the pressure or like, I feel like they're going to be judging even if they say they're not. So maybe it is our own our own thing that we're thinking about. And you have to communicate that. I think that's, you know, again, you're probably not going to do that on a first date, but if the relationship is going somewhere, you're going to have to have that conversation of like, you're obviously very, you know, into having a very fit, particular look type Mm -hmm. body. It makes me feel a little uncomfortable because I don't know if you feel that way about me. Is this something that we can talk about? Here's my insecurities. Here's what I'm working on. Here's what I, I really want to get to a place where I feel good and confident about myself, but I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Can you help me with that? Like, it's it's being vulnerable, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> there isn't like sure. a, you know, quick fix. That damn vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> Have you felt, um, gr- like, how do you feel about social media now today? Like, is it really making you feel amazing? Like, people are coming in the DMs and they love watching you on stories because you're really great on your stories oh, about, you. like, you know, 
talking about different things every day. And I think that that's really helpful for people. And um, definitely follow at S Roman Coaching if yes, you'd like please. to see Thank that. You. I was looking for the um, <laughs> just for that plug. And yeah, of course, it's like how do you does how does it make you feel to like touch people through there? It's a, it's phenomenal. You know, it has been it has been such a surprising experience. You know, as as everyone knows, social media can be such a terrible place and. Yeah. To be able to kind of carve out a little corner of that space and have it be so positive and uplifting. Like, I, you know, I have people that I've never DM'd before that I've never spoken to that'll like send me these like long paragraphs of how my videos have helped them or how like reading the books I've recommended have helped them. And it is, it, it's, it's something that I never expected, quite honestly. It's been beyond my expectations to have that kind of level of feedback from an Instagram account, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you, Obviously, you know, we want everyone to know that, like, it is worth the work to put on yourself. Like, I'm sure you feel like, like, can you explain how you feel like going through your own transformation, like just a lot happier, like and things like that. And and I'm sure you see in your clients, too. Like, yeah. The change. Yeah. I mean, I'm a completely different person. You know, um, the whole way that I make decisions, the relationships that I allow myself to have, whether they be romantic or not. I mean, everything has changed because and not everyone has the same experience obviously but for me my the majority of my life was through the lens of how I felt about my body mm -hmm. so what I chose to do for fun what I chose to wear the people I chose to hang out with the men I chose to date everything was through how I felt about my body and kind of letting things happen and people be in my life just because I felt like that was as good as I was going to get because mm -hmm. of how I felt. Right. And it had nothing to do with how I looked, by the way. It was how I felt about my body. Yeah. So being able to remove that piece and change how you feel about yourself, it changes all your decisions, what, you know, your career and the risks you take and the people you hang out with and the activities you do. I mean, everything. Yeah, that's what I say to anyone that thinks that it's just like this superficial kind of thing that we're doing. I mean, like, obviously, Instagram can be very superficial, but like the ultimate goal, I think that all of us have is to kind of help spread the gospel yeah. about that. Because I remember when I was literally starving myself, the only thing I cared about was being skinny and like when I like counting down the hours to when I was going to allow myself to have the next yep. amount of, you know, vegetable, whatever diet I was on at the yep. time, you know, like it literally every single it affects every single aspect of your life. Your body is with you 24 seven. Like if you don't feel good in your body at least uh, the majority of the time like just think about how that permeates everything else yeah and we always try to give like people on our um, listening to our podcast like a tip of how to make their social media better or how to connect with their their followers or how to grow um, a business or anything in that way is there like a tip you may have yeah I mean I think vulnerability is so important and not if it if it is a business that you're trying to grow showing that you don't have all the answers all the time. You don't have to be an expert Yeah, 24-7. You don't have to, I don't have to, because I'm a body acceptance coach, never have a negative feeling about my body. Like, it's important to share that it's, you know, it's a process for all of us. And I think reaching out, whether you have, you know, five followers or 5,000 followers, reach out to your people, you know, give them love, like ask them what they want to hear and what they're, why they're there. Yeah. That's great. That's great advice. I always struggle with like, do I show the bad times along with the good times? Do I always try to be perfect mm -hmm. and look like I'm a success? You know, there's like you never know or, or, or I'm struggling with something. So maybe I shouldn't talk about it until I'm over it. But right. it's like, oh, should I just 
be myself now. So well, I always feel like I should wait until I can make a joke out of it because like I, I, <laughs> I don't personally enjoy, even though it's real, I don't enjoy watching accounts that I feel like are constantly complaining. So I feel like there is a fine line between like being vulnerable and just like having a problem with everything, you know, mm-hmm. like I think you want to remember that like that's what sucks is at the end of the day, like we are entertainers. And so it's hard to kind of balance that. But I think what you said about vulnerability, because you can be vulnerable without complaining. That's absolutely that's really cool. And you don't even have to be negative to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? No, it for doesn't sure. Have to yeah. be, and it can just be like, this is what I'm experiencing right now or even in the past. Like you said, it could be something from the past. For sure. Yeah. Do you still get creepy DMs and weird things? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of just, yeah. Uh, it comes with <laughs> right a, of passage. comes with the, yeah. yeah. You made it. You got a <laughs> dick pic. You made it. <laughs> Does that mean it's time for the daily, daily DM? <laughs> 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 yeah, we always read a daily DM. And, you know, it could be anything fun. Um, positive, weird, creepy. Um, I have a creepy message we can all answer. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Love it. Hey, spelled H-Y, do you mind getting a massage from a random stranger? <laughs> wow. <laughs> do you mind? And um, the answer is yes! Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> that doesn't sound great. No, it does not. No, no, it does not. When I was in acting school, that was like part of like class. It was like a massage train. Like now we're gonna like get around and like in things college, you could not do in twenty nineteen. Like, yeah, I mean, thank God, but like <laughs> it was like you were forced to like that's be tough. bizarre. It's weird. Yeah. I know. I had to do trust falls in eighth grade, and literally, like the the, the, the coach the, the coach was like he like looked scanned the room and then like grabbed the biggest little skinny guy and uh. he fucking dropped me in front of everyone. And oh it scarred God. me to this day. Yeah. That's brutal. <gasps> it that was it traumatic. was rough. Let me tell you, being fourteen, yeah. not fun. What a trip. I had he to like do made that. me do it too. I was like, I don't want to do it. He can't catch me. He forced me to do it in front of everyone, and it, and he dropped me. Like he couldn't catch me. It was just, that's horrific. It was so, and he like struggled. He was like, oh, and then he like let me down. I'm like, what is this teacher's Instagram? <laughs> Let's blast him. I swear, so gym bad. class is like it scarred so many people. It's oh for sure, gosh. especially pu- around puberty. Yeah, like, I feel so bad for everyone of that age. Like you could not no. pay me to be fourteen again. <laughs> it was horrifying. Uh, the worst. Agreed. Agreed. Let me see if I can find this one that is a voice memo that I just think it's funny to get voice memos because I don't know. It just you never know what it's, they're gonna say. Yeah. So let's see if we can. I hope I still have it. I did the build up. Can you oh, tell no. us the story of one of your favorite DMs you've received in the last few weeks? So the one, well, it's not necessarily a favorite. It's just funny because he's escalating. So <laughs> here we go. Like it, it's like, you know, he, he hasn't said anything inappropriate to the point where I've blocked him. Like I'm more just curious now, like what what's what, where this is going to go. So it's just, you know, started out with like, hey, you know, you know, can we talk sometime? Like just the basic stuff. And then this week he went straight to the I love you, mama. Uh, And I was like, wow, we've never spoken. (laughs) I've never responded to any of your messages and you love me. You love me. Yeah. It was interesting. (laughs) Must be nice to know that, Uh you know, you, someone out there has a mommy fetish for you maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can't find this. It's not loading the voice memo, but something else (laughs) funny like was I was out with, a bunch of our friends that are like also influencers and we were talking about I don't think I brought up this guy. His name, I'm just going to say it. His name is Faris Ali. And he <laughs> apparently Clap writes emails back. to all of us. But like we get, I mean, I get like multiple emails a day from this guy about like how much he wow. loves us. And then 
some we mentioned the name once at like having while we we're having lunch and it was like he messages me he messages me and i was like you know what i feel betrayed by Sally <laughs> now <laughs> you message all of us and then this one girl like finally got her her email from farsa and we're like you made it too you made like, it well i don't think it. i've made it i don't think i've gotten that email do we so. think that these people are real like that's what sometimes what i wonder like i'm very curious like are you a real person? Are you just not in my eyes? The commitment but, of this, but yeah, I mean, like, going. yeah, it must be some really interesting software that has a lot of typo issues for some reason. Like, if it's like a bot, I don't know. Like, right. I don't know how these things work. I mean, definitely Me a lot of the DMs come from bots for sure that are like spam or trying to mm-hmm. trick you into doing things. But these guys, I feel like they're just a hundred percent creeps. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just definitely both. And I'm trying to think of anything. Do you have anything else upcoming? I know you've had a bunch of different articles people can check out. Um, I know in the link in your bio. Yeah, so the link in my bio has an article I wrote recently for Thinks. Mm-hmm. And um, there's like another podcast I've done in there. Of course, I have like I have a freebie. If anyone wants to sign up to my subscription list, they'll get um, a free guide on five ways to make peace with your body. Nice. It's like a worksheet kind of thing. Um, I will be coming out with soon, like how to talk to your doctor if you're fat. So, um, that will be another freebie for anyone who's on my list. Cool. So yeah. Sign up, sign up, sign up. Do you have any favorite like positive like quotes or anything? I don't know. Anything to leave us with? Girl power, boss, love Um, yourself. I have one, but it's not one that I created, but I tell, I, it's. Yeah, just like. Yeah. So Beauty Redefined is another account on Instagram. I highly recommend people follow and their slogan motto is uh your body is an instrument not an ornament oh i love that and i yeah i think that's really really powerful definitely that's a good one to think about that's a good one Mm -hmm. well we thank you so so much for being here this is amazing and make sure to follow s roman coaching absolutely and hope you have a great day a positive i'm feeling like positive now i'm feeling good good, right uplifting thank you things i can think about now Thanks, ladies. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.